After what we saw from LSU against Florida State, I think the SEC West is more open than we might have imagined preseason. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where my voice went. It is gone, but we're going to fight through it today. So bear with me. Sorry about that, but hopefully we'll be back to sounding normal soon. But LSU, in my opinion, last night against Florida State did not look good. They did a lot wrong. Um, I mean, I, it's just that quarterback for FSU had years in the pocket. He uh, now he was picking them apart. He was picking the DBs apart. And the offense, I mean, they put up, they scored points early, but then they just kind of went away in the second half until a late garbage time touchdown. I, I mean, you know, I was high on LSU. I was really high on LSU. And it's funny because I had a conversation with my dad. He was, you know, he, he told me yesterday, he was, I'm not, he wasn't high on LSU. He thinks they were a little bit overrated last year and a little overrated this year. And he was right. Um, and I, you know, so that was the team from the West I was high on more so than Alabama, more so than Texas A&M, all the other schools. LSU was a team I was high on. Now, I don't want people to say, you know, you're, you're reacting too quick to one to one game. I get all that. I'll tell you this, though. I saw LSU as kind of like the team in the West. I saw LSU as the team that the Aggies having to go to Baton Rouge to take on LSU. I saw that game as, as the toughest win Toughest game to go in on the schedule. I did not think Texas A&M was going to go beat LSU on the road. I now feel like after what we saw from A&M and what we saw from LSU, that is much more realistic than I previously imagined. So I guess the point here is the SEC West is wide open. Now, Bama looked good. I think Auburn looked good. Arkansas looked good. Ole Miss looked fine. But everybody, you know, they're not, they're not playing. Nobody's playing anybody yet. This is the week, this weekend, we're going to really know what the deal is in the West. Alabama is, of course, taking on the Texas Longhorns. The Aggies are heading to Miami to play the Miami Hurricanes. This is the weekend we're going to know. If Texas heads to town against Bama and just takes care of business, makes them look silly, wins by a couple scores in front of their home fans, I, you know, I, <laughs> And, and Texas A&M takes care of business against Miami. I'm starting to we'll feel a lot more confident in this Texas A&M football team's chances to potentially win the West, to potentially make an SEC championship game appearance. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, and that's the thing. We're not trying to get, we're not trying to overreact too much. But I mean, I saw what I saw from LSU. Still a talented team, uh, you know, and I still think they can figure things out. It's not like it's an SEC loss. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I was really unimpressed with the performance they put on the field against Florida State. Um, I mean, it just there was so much wrong 
for LSU. There was so much that like, you know, and LSU is a team, everybody, they, they bring a lot back. They bring back a young offensive line. Your star quarterback is back. Your star receiver's back and neighbors. I mean, you bring back so much talent, and then that's your first showing. And, you know, Coach Kelly, Brian Kelly went out and said it, you know, after the game. He said, like, I don't think we were prepared. He he said, basically went on to say, we acted like we were the two-time national or defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs, which we weren't. I don't think that LSU – now. Was that their best showing? Could they have played a better football game? Of course. I thought they looked good in the first half. I think they left a lot of points on the board in the first half. But in the second half, I mean, they just rolled over and died. It, it was a game, you know, I mean, watching it yesterday. I mean, it was it was frustrating as an SEC homer. I mean, you know, it, it was it was painful to see LSU look that bad and and just get, you know, just, I mean, throttled by FSU. I mean, it was – was painful to see, but I think as a Texas A&M fan, you have to feel better about the Aggies' chances of winning the West because here's the deal. Bama at home, that's not going to be an easy game. It's not going to be an easy game. Whether they're down, they're up, how good they are, how bad they are, it's Bama. They're always going to be good. When they're coming to your place, it's always going to be a big game. But I'll tell you this, that Alabama game just got a whole heck of a lot more important after what happened with LSU. That game is going to be massive because here's the deal. Alabama's a good football team. They are a really good football team. I, I was impressed with what I saw in their opener. I thought Milrow looked good. Um, I was impressed with Alabama, which, you know, it's kind of funny. When I when I first took over here at Locked on Aggies, I was kind of saying, well, you know, Bama doesn't – the quarterback is it, it's a big question mark. And obviously that that was still – you know, that was a national headline, a national thought. But at the end of the day – I, I think it, you just chop it up to it's Nick Saban and he's going to figure it out. And I think he did. So, you know, and you still got enough five stars to kill somebody. So, I mean, it's a talented roster, as we all know. But you have you have the Crimson Tide heading to Kyle Field to take on the Aggies. I mean, the atmosphere on Saturday against New Mexico was just incredible. I have got to get to a game this year. I mean, it was just I, I, I got to get down to a game this year. But the atmosphere was awesome. And so putting that into perspective, what is this atmosphere going to look like when Alabama comes to town? I mean, goodness gracious, it is going to be awesome. So I think that game got a whole heck of a lot more important after this LSU loss because here's the deal. LSU is still a good football team. They're still going to be a top 25 team. You know, they're not going to just fall off the map because of this. They, they held their own in the first half. They fell apart. I think they're a better team than they showed. But I think A&M – and Alabama are better than people imagine to where I really think this could be a three-team race. And like I said, I was impressed with Auburn, and I thought Arkansas is fine, Ole Miss is fine. Good football team is not going to be easy wins. I mean, you still got to head to Ole Miss. You still got to um, play Arkansas at a neutral site. It's not going to be, you know, it, it, it's an SEC schedule. I say that all the time here at Locked on Aggies. It is an SEC schedule. There's nothing easy about it. There's no cakewalks on this schedule. You are playing tough opponents and tough teams all season long. So, I mean, it's a gauntlet. You go through all these teams. But at the end of the day, I think, do do I feel Texas A&M's chances of winning the SEC West went up this week? Yes. I feel confident saying that. I, I'd almost go as far to say significantly. I, I'd say, they, uh, you know, I'd give them a 10% chance to win it, maybe more. And But would I have said that a week ago? No, because I was really high on LSU, and I thought that Bama was going to be fine. So seeing LSU struggle 
I think it opens up a window for Alabama, and it opens up a window for Texas A&M, which is why it makes that matchup between A&M and Alabama so pivotal, so crucial. It's going to be an awesome game. I can't wait for that atmosphere. I hope that both teams are undefeated, and this is a, a college game day environment. I mean, that would be awesome. But <clears throat> it's going to be up to – I mean, you got to take care of business against Miami first, and we're going to talk more about that game today in segment three and a little bit in segment two, but you have got to take care of business against Miami. You open up as a favorite. Um, the, the, the line we talked about it a few months ago, the line, you know, after what we saw from AM, the lines kind of get a little bit wider. Um, I've seen it close to a touchdown. Some places I've seen it five points, some places that the Aggies are favored. So you still have to go take care of business against a pretty dang good Miami football team. Um, you know, you can't just roll over this team. You can, I mean, you can't just go in there expecting the win because it's a good football team. I know the atmosphere there at hard rock isn't anything to be concerned about, but it's still in the way game in the humid Florida, you know, down there in Miami. I mean, it's hot. Obviously it was hot um, for the Aggies on Saturday, but it's a different kind of hot in Florida, you know, with the humidity. So it's, it's, it's a ball game. You have to go and take care of business, but we're going to know. I mean, this is a conversation that we will definitely have again here on locked on Aggies. Once we see Alabama play Texas and AM play uh, Miami, after those two games, I think you're going to get a real feel for for these two teams, I mean, and then I think Ole Miss has a big game coming up this week. I mean, there's there's we're gonna see we're gonna find out a lot about the West. Auburn has to head to Cal. You're gonna find out a lot about the West this week, and I think the picture is gonna be a lot clearer. So I, I wouldn't go as far to say it's an overreaction because I'm not. You know, it's not like I'm I'm out here sitting here saying the Aggies. It's it. The Aggies are gonna win the SEC West. It's over. Crown them. I, I do think their chances went up significantly just based off the fact I was really unimpressed with LSU. Um, you know, some people might be say you're a little quick to you're a little quick to think LSU's bad, and I watched them play. I watched them play. I mean, they were thinking, you know, I mean, it's 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 the eyeball test. They didn't pass it. They did some things well. They did some things not well. To where I kind of look at this team and I go, I'm just not impressed. I think Texas A&M is a better football team. Um, now if that's a week one overreaction, we'll find out soon, but I mean, I'm, I'm willing to lay that claim right now. I just, I was not impressed. Um, but we'll, we'll know a lot more when the Aggies take on a power five team. We'll know more about Alabama when they take on a ranked Texas, good Texas football team. So we're going to find out a lot more and be able to have this conversation be, you know, more in depth here in probably about a week. So, but I mean, I, I just woke up and it was the first thing that hit me in the head. It's like, I think Texas A&M is in a lot better position to win the SEC West today than they were last week. So this is a big game. Now you have to go national media starting to love you. Josh Pate um, was, I think he's with 24 seven sports. I don't, I, yeah, he's great. I just forget where he, what, who he works with, but he was talking up Texas A&M. I just was sitting here listening to him talk about A&M. I mean, he's, he's high. The national media is getting behind Texas A&M. Some might not like that. But at the end of the day, everybody saw what we saw uh, for Texas A&M on Saturday, and it was a dominant performance that we really haven't seen in a while, even against not-so-great opponents. I mean, it was a dominant performance where your offense flowed well, your defense did a few things that I don't love, but at the end of the day, it was it was a game where Texas A&M took care of business and looked pretty dang good doing it. And I just can't wait to see the, the, how this team shows against Miami. I think the Aggies win this football game and make a real statement against a Power 5 team in the Sunshine State. We're going to talk a little bit about what needs to be cleaned up 
before Texas A&M heads down to Florida to take on the Miami Hurricanes. There's a little bit of stuff that has to be better for next week, and we're going to break it down, break it all down right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs are the most comfortable pants I have ever worn in my entire life. They have some shirts. I don't have a shirt yet. My buddy Cameron has one. My roommate has one. He wears it all the time, and it's like the most comfortable shirt. It's like feels great. Bird Dogs makes the best quality clothes I've ever seen. I mean, truly, it's like I live and die by these clothes. I wear them all the time. I wear my shorts all the time. They sent me some long pants. We're starting to get into the time of the year where it's a little bit colder. Um, and, you know, so I'm going to be wearing these long pants. I'm excited to wear those. Bird Dogs, I mean, it's just I live and die by these, these pants. I mean, they are comfortable. They're versatile. You can wear them to do literally anything. You can wear them. I, I wear them to fish. You can wear them to the gym. You can wear them on a date. You can wear them. I swam in them the other day. It was at my buddy's pool. Swam in them. I mean, you can do anything in these bird dog shorts. The shirts are great. Every product they sell is high quality and it's just, it's great stuff. You have got to go check out bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on XXX or enter promo code locked on XXX at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. It's locked on college code locked on college. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you the water bottles are awesome too. I just saw one of those. I'm going to have to order some new shorts so I can get one of these water bottles because they are awesome. Some stuff's going to have to be cleaned up against Miami. You know, and it's we can sit here and talk about how great everything was against New Mexico, and it was. There was so much positives to take away. There was so much to be excited about. But at the end of the day, you still have to clean up some stuff against a good Miami football team. Um, the, you know, the, the, there's we talked a little bit about some of these things yesterday. Um, but I think one thing I'll say – the blocked field goal can't happen. A lot of penalties can't happen, and you have to be better running the football. The defensive front you're going to be going up against playing Miami is going to be much better, much better than you saw last weekend against New Mexico. I mean, it's just going to be so much better to where you have to be ready to go. I mean, you have to be able to take down this good defensive front you have to be able to run the football, and you have to give Connor Wigman time. I mean, Connor Wigman had time against New Mexico, and you have to hope that he has the same amount of time against Miami that he did have against New Mexico, which is going to be a, a much taller ask of this offensive line. So the running game has to be better. We're going to talk a little bit more about this Miami football team in segment three, but, I mean, one of the main things we're going to discuss is they are good at running it, and they're good at stopping the run. They held Miami of Ohio to – not a lot on offense. I mean, you know, Miami of Ohio, just they flat out did not do a lot on, on offense because of what the um, what the Hurricanes were able to do. So the Aggies are going to have to be able to, to create um, a run game. Now, I mean, you look, you look at the stats from last week. The Aggies had yards. Um, the Aggies had some big runs. But against a team like New Mexico, I would have expected the running numbers to be a lot better. 
I'll tell you this. I'm not concerned about it. It's definitely not a concern for me. I think it's you're going to see it get better. Um, I, I think that one thing I'll tell you, and, and somebody commented this on the on the reaction show we did to, to, to the game, but I think I don't think Texas A&M showed their hand against New Mexico, which is smart because you know you got a big game coming up. Why would you show everything you've got? There's no need to show your trick plays and your the crazy stuff. You know, there's no there's no reason to do it. Um, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about. I, w- I want them to force feed and eye us a little bit more. We're going to discuss that. But it's like, I don't think you should do it against New Mexico. I think you should save all those plays for um, for Miami. And, you know, so you could say the offense was a little, you know, it was a little normal. It was a little plain. But I think that's a good thing because that's it didn't need to be anything crazy against New Mexico. You might need to pull some – um, tricks out of the bag against Miami. You know, you might need a coach Petrino might have to do some, some crazy stuff to win this football game. But I mean, I, I think the run game, and like I said, we discussed it a little bit yesterday, but that is the biggest thing that has to get better because I, you know, I, like I said, I don't think it's, it, it's not a concern for me right now. It, it's definitely not a concern. Um, I think it, it could potentially be a concern if it's not fixed this week. Now, Miami is good at stopping the run. Here's the deal. We're going to take wins where we get them. If if the run game isn't great this week, but you beat Miami by two touchdowns and and Wiggs throws a whole bunch of you know touchdowns through the air again, I'm not going to complain. I still think you want to be a, a football team that can do both. I think you want to be a team that has the ability to run it and throw it at a high level. And I do think the Aggies will end up being that. But, I, you know, I'll take a win however we get it. I'm not going to be concerned about if it's on the ground, if it's through the air. I think you have so many talented backs with Amari Daniels, Le'Veon Moss, Ruben Owens, and even David Bailey. I was somewhat impressed with what he had to show. So I think that you want to see improvement to the run game this week. You want to see it look better. You want to see it look smoother, look cleaner, and all that. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to. I think it's going to look better. So you know, I just think I think it's one of those things where like, Connor Brigman was cooking. I mean, he was cooking up a, a, a fire meal. He was throwing great passes. It was funny. One of the plays I missed, I rewatched the game. I hope that y'all saw this, but it was there was a holding, and Connor Wigman threw like a 45-yard ball over the shoulder, dropped it in the bucket, in the basket to Noah Thomas. It would have been a it would it would have put um, Noah Thomas over 100 yards. There was a holding, brought it back, but it was like one of the best throws I've seen. I mean, this was just perfect. And throws like that, I know it didn't count. I know it came back, but I mean, it just gets you excited for what, you know, it ha- is to come for for Connor Wigman in, in this offense. Um but I do think you want to see improvements, like I said, to the offense to the um offensive line run blocking and the running backs, you know, you have to they have to everybody it's a 50-50 thing. Everybody has to has to do um their stuff. Everybody has to has to create lane, you know, the all O-line needs to create lanes and the running backs need to find the lanes and get through them. So it's obviously a joint effort. It's it's a tag team thing. But I want to see that better this week. I want to see the run game better this week. If you see that, like, if the run game's better this week, if they run for 180 on the ground and, you know, you see all three running backs involved and helping out, I'm going to feel a lot better about this team than I already do just because it is a concern simply because, it wasn't great. It was fine, and I'm not worried about it. But 
if it isn't better this week, I'll start to be a little concerned. If it is better this week, my thoughts on this Texas A&M team are going to go to a whole new level than they even are now. So um, I want to see some some yards on the ground, and I want to see balance between the passing game, the rushing attack, and I think you're going to see that. Um, and then force-feeding Anias. I want to see Anias get the ball in multiple different ways. I want to see him get some carries and get some jet sweeps and get some screen passes and getting the football in his hands is going to lead to yards and lead to touchdowns. We know what he can do with the football in his hands. We saw him return punts throughout his career. We had a good punt return the other day. We've seen what he can do when the football's in his hands. You have to get it in his hands. Now, I, like I said, don't show your hand, and I don't think they did against New Mexico. I think, you know, this. here's my – I wouldn't know if it's a bold, but here's my prediction for the Miami game. I think Anaya Smith is going to take some kind of gadget play to the house. I think they have something drawn up for him um, this week because, you know, I just – I think there's something special for him, and I'm excited to see, like, what that play is. Um, you know, he, he wasn't crazy involved in the offense, which I don't think he needed to be. I mean, Noah Thomas and Evan Stewart were cooking. So – what was, you know, there's no need to force them, you know, to be in the offense and doing stuff. But I do think at the end of the day, you need to um, get him more involved this week. And I think the coaching staff will do that. I think he'll be more involved. I think he'll catch more passes and, you know, maybe get a carry or two and he's going to keep returning punts. So, but I think Anaya Smith is too valuable of a weapon for this Texas A&M offense to not be utilized a lot. And I think you're going to see him utilized a lot more this week. So I'm, hopefully he cracks a big one. I'm excited to see it. We're going to talk a little bit more about this Miami team as a team, what they did, what Aggie fans need to know, what Aggie fans need to be prepared about, and a little bit about the FPI rankings, the Football Power Index rankings, as they drop Texas A&M a spot, which I don't quite understand, but they do have a better chance to win the SEC West. We'll discuss all that coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This Miami football team does have a lot that did impress me. I was able I rewatched that game. Uh, and I was only able to watch a couple quarters. I had a lot going on on Saturday, so I wanted to rewatch it before I kind of really broke down Miami. And, of course, we're going to have on – the Locked On Hurricanes host, one of the best. I mean, he's awesome. He, he'll be on the show for Thursday's episode, so we're going to get to know all the ins and outs of this football team. That's going to be a lot of fun. But um, like I said, I've talked. I said this a little, a little, a minute ago. But Miami runs the ball well and stops the ball and, and and stops the run well. They have really good safeties. Their quarterback. I mean, he was fine against Miami of Ohio. I don't like. I said. I, I think he didn't need to be. You know elite to beat that Miami of Ohio football team. I think he was fine. I think he's going to have a good year. I think Van Dyke's a good player. Um, but I mean, this is a talented Miami football team. I mean, here's the deal. One thing that we all know a lot, every time I see A&M in the top five for a recruit, 
Miami's there too, and Miami gets some of them. They recruit at a high level. They have talented football players. It's kind of like I think Florida State's a great example of this. Florida State's kind of struggled of late, you know, but they've always had the talent where we kind of said eventually it's going to click. You could argue the same for Texas A&M that people, you know, you have the talent hasn't clicked. People think it's due to click at some point. You could argue the same for the Aggies. I think Florida State's in that same boat, um, and I think Miami's a little bit in that boat too. They have a talented roster. They have talented football players on that team. And I think you're going to eventually, they're going to click. Um, is it this year? I'm not sure. I think Mario Cristobal is a good football coach. I think he's going to have that program in a good spot. I just don't know if it's right now. Um, but the defense was good. They did not let Miami of Ohio get a lot on the ground. Um, I, I think that this is, you know, I mean, this is going to be a real test for Texas A&M. I mean, I hope, I hope y'all know that it's like, this is a good Miami football team. This is not going to be a cakewalk. This is not going to be a game where you can just walk in, head to their place and take care of business easy. I mean, this is going to be a real deal football game against a high quality opponent that is going to really show you what you got. Uh, if you're a Texas A&M fan, this is going to show you what this team is. Um, I, but I think, I mean, it, it sounds like I'm beating the drum, but it's like you, the biggest thing that's going to have to happen is you have to stop their rushing attack and you have to prove that you can run the ball because I think that's two of the biggest strengths on this Miami team is their ability to run and their ability to stop the run. So if you want to, if Texas A&M wants to get me fully invested in how good this team could be, if, if this football team wants me fully sold on this team, I think that you need to run the ball well and stop the run against Miami. If you do that, I'm sold. I mean, I'm talking, I am big time sold. I really want to see that play out. Um, if you're able to, like I said, if you're able to do that, I, my, my ceiling on this team is probably going to go up a game just because, you know, it's a good football team that you're playing that runs the ball well, stops it well. So you have to be able to take care of business against a team like that and do those things better than they're doing them. Um, so like I said, their defense was good. This is going to be a real test. And I think you have to win this game. I mean, if you if, if like we, the SEC West stuff we've talked about, now I know this wouldn't affect the SEC West standings, but I think you have to win this football game. If you want to have this year be the special magical season that I think it can be, it starts on Saturday. You can't leave this game. You can't lose this game. I mean, I, it, you hate calling a football game a must win in week two, but at the end of the day, I think this is a must win. Um, is the season dead if you lose? No. Could you still do something really awesome if you lose? Yes. But I just think if the outlook on this team is going to change greatly if you win or lose this football game. So the Aggies need to take care of business this week, rest up, get their bodies ready to go after a football game, and be ready to go head to Florida to take on the Miami Hurricanes. This is going to be a fun football game, ladies and gentlemen, and I cannot wait to see it play out. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you so much for tuning in and dealing with my voice. I apologize. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully we'll deal with it soon. Um, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, we will have the Locked on Hurricanes host on Thursday's episode. That's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of fun stuff. Just getting ready for a big football game this week. So thanks for tuning in every day. I really do appreciate it. This show wouldn't be possible without you, the listener, you, the everydayer. So thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day, and we will see you tomorrow.